0: Sweet.
1: Ball don't lie right here on 104.9 The Horn Midweek Movie Music Edition. of Ball don't lie. My man Patrick takes jams from a soundtrack, plays those songs for us, and based on these selections we hear, we're supposed to gather clues and hints that lead us to the uh, feature film of Midweek Movie Music today. It is old school. I think we all got it around the same time. Um, Patrick was basically merciful, took it easy on us, and gave us a. This is a a. a a slap in the face, if you will, yeah. for lay, a clue. Layup. Top of the four o'clock. Yeah, it definitely was a layup. Um, so I uh, thank my man Patrick for all of his hard work. And I do remember this scene. This is Snoop Dogg yeah, performing. Yes. Yeah, I
2: remember this scene too. That's when Frank started streaking right after that. Well, that's when Frank the Tank came yeah, out. Yeah, that's, right that. that's when he Frank streaking. the Tank. He's like, come on, because he got on the stage and he was bumping all into <laughs> Snoop the entire time. <laughs> We're going through the quad. Come on, man.
0: <laughs>
1: you can bring your hat. You can bring your hat. That was a great scene. And then his wife catch him uh, streaking, yeah. right? Then yeah, she's like, you know, "We're all going." All yeah. Yeah. like,
0: "It's just, you. It's just yeah. It's yeah. you."
1: Yeah. Oh man, real good stuff. They get to the
0: car. He's like,
1: "You want to get some fried chicken?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I was like, "Man, I'm gonna tell you, vintage." You're talking about vintage prime Will Ferrell, and I mean that that that's one of his vintage prime performances. And that's right up there. Cause I, yeah. right now, I'll admit he's past his prime. Like now, Will Ferrell's not as funny. It's probably cause we know Will Ferrell's shtick now. We kind of know the the bit when we see Will Ferrell. Still funny, but just yeah. not like he. At one point, I don't. He might have been the funniest man on the planet at one point. Yeah. Um, And that was it. Was around that time, around that time there. Um, So man, love me some old school. Uh, Great selection for midweek movie music. All right, let's get to some some uh, Cowboys news, notes, and nuggets. Also lead us to a conversation about the Texans because Daniel Jeremiah has his latest mock draft. And Todd McShay. Matter of fact, we might we might start with that Todd McShay comparison. Because I thought it was pretty interesting um, because he's he's had his latest mock draft. And his latest mock draft, I believe he's got um, the Texans actually at number two taking C.J. Stroud. He's got the Colts um, trading up uh, with the Bears at number one to get yep. Bryce Young. So he's a big Bryce Young fan. He just had it playing out a little differently than Daniel Jeremiah's draft, which we'll get to in a second. But the comparison that he makes... so. You guys, I'm sure by now I've heard what the most uh, frequent comparison made for Bryce Young has been. And I want to say the first person I heard bring it up may have been Dan Orlovsky. I'm not sure if he was the first first person that I heard bring it up. But now I've heard it from like four or five different people. So I'm pretty sure it's the talking point just going around. Maybe his agent threw it out there and people really liked it. But everybody's comparing Bryce Young to Steph Curry hmm I'm sure y'all have heard this comparison. Yep, I did. Like he's a point guard, and he's basically Steph Curry on a football field, which I, I don't mind that comparison, actually. That's a pretty good comparison. I guess my retort to that comparison would be, yeah, and how often does Steph Curry have three, 250, 300-pound 200, human beings exactly. chasing after him, trying to land on top of him Great and one. do damage? Doesn't happen very often. He's a you know frail guy. But anyway, but I digress. Getting back to it. So Todd McShay, I guess, wanted to, eh, I guess he wanted to stand out, have a different comparison because everybody's been throwing out the Steph Curry one. Like I said, I don't think it's a bad one. So his recent comparison— For Bryce Young is Patrick Mahomes. Mm. He says, quote, I have Indianapolis moving up to number one and taking Bryce Young. I know he's undersized, but I have them taking Bryce Young at number one, at the number one spot. To me, Bryce Young has a chance to be an absolute star. I've said it multiple times, but he is Patrick Mahomes in a smaller body. Hmm. The ability to move the pocket, just the pocket presence that he has, the magic that he can create inside of the pocket and outside the pocket, it's different than all the other quarterbacks in this class and most quarterbacks that we evaluate. All right. Interesting. All right. What say you, gentlemen, about the Patrick mahomes Bryce Young comparison? Is it um, a bunch of BS? Is it just all silly season theater, or is there substance to this?
2: I I don't see any substance to this because – Patrick Mahomes was not even Patrick Mahomes when he got into the NFL. People were still trying to figure out who he was and what is is he going to be able to play in this league. I just hate when people try to compare all these guys. I know we all have to put a comp out there so everybody, ooh, oh, he's going to do that. Don't put him in that situation, especially when you don't know what it's going to be like when the speed of the game. Yes, he played at Alabama. Yes, he had some of those big humans in front of him blocking for him. And he's going to have some big humans for him in the league. But it's a totally different game. It's a totally different ball game when you get into the NFL. There's going to be some defenses that he might not have ever seen before. And you know this better than anybody. Every, eventually, the league catches up with you. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to make an adjustment. Not saying he can't. But let's just pump the brakes when we start going out there and just giving these comps to guys. That's a two-time Super Bowl MVP.
1: I, I'm with you. I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a fair comparison to either side, Right. <laughs> to Bryce Young or to, yeah. to what Patrick Mahomes has done. No, it's it's one of those
0: silly things. <laughs> oh, you're, try, you're trying to make the point of I think this guy can mentally do things that a lot of people in the league can't do, like Patrick Mahomes being able to pick out and make the right throw a bunch of times is kind of what you're saying. The rest of it doesn't match up as much, but you're like, just, he makes the right throw a bunch of times mm-hmm. and has the ability to make a bunch of different types of throws. So I get it there, but there's, I think there's many other quarterbacks who have had that, that same quality. So I don't know if the comparison fully holds, except for you're trying to say, oh, his upside's really big. I think his upside's really big is more what you're saying when you make that comparison. The Steph Curry one makes more sense, but that's, again, it you're, make trying to make it, you're trying to compare, again, generational talents. So it's nice to any time anybody says your comparison is a generational talent.
1: Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what he's trying to say. He's like, hey, man, you, you this is not a guy you can pass up on. He's one of yeah. those types of players. And if that's what he's trying to say, then – you know, maybe I'll jump on board but that comparison. It's just hard to, because he Bryce Young is such an outlier that you're really not going to have any accurate comparisons player to player. Now, saying a smaller Mahomes, maybe that's what he's trying to do, saying because he's so compact. But I love the Dane Brugler factoid, little nugget that of the 301 quarterbacks drafted in the last 25 years, only two were under six foot, which a lot of people are saying Bryce Young is. He's right at mm-hmm. five eleven, somewhere around there, um, and under 200 pounds, which people are saying he's under 200 pounds as well. So there have only been two quarterbacks under six. Six foot under 200 pounds drafted in the last 25 years, and neither one of them were drafted in the top 100. And and a lot of people have been comparing him basically kind of like Doug Flutie. Like Doug Flutie was like that. Doug Flutie was a smaller quarterback and was slight, if you will. Kyler Murray, although, although short, is actually pretty thick. Like he's actually, right. he's actually oh, built he, yeah, you see thick neck. down low. Yeah, yeah he's like strong, he's, man. Yeah, so he's actually built pretty thick. Yeah. And Bryce Young isn't that Bryce Young is slight and a little slimmer. That's why they, the Steph Curry comparison comes out there too. So I don't know if there is. Skill set-wise, I guess maybe you can compare him and Patrick Mahomes just because their ability to improvise. I love what both of those quarterbacks do when the play breaks down. And I think that's one of Bryce Young's x-man abilities that it when the play, play breaks down and he's got a process and improvise on the fly he's amazing how he beat texas like that right texas literally got beat with his improvisation skills yep. right he's he's amazing at improv uh as a player and the officials and Patrick, yeah. <laughs> and if Well, listen, if Ryan Watts gets a sack, it ain't. <laughs> that's we ain't what I talking saying. about this. That's so true. Can't blame the. Well, they Ryan sacked Watts. him in the end zone and they called him not down. I know, but. My was, man was down. Ryan Watts had a chance to get him yeah, down. Yeah, he did. He told him night night. And missed him. Like, yeah. just whiffed on him. Nothing against yeah. him. whiffed on one of the best players in college football. Probably going to be the number one overall pick. Yeah. But, you know, there were chances for Texas to win that game. But I digress. Um, he is. he, he So, getting, getting to that point, he is twitchy and sudden. A lot right. more twitchy and sudden than you would think. I do have issues with how slight and small he is, mm-hmm. um, but I can, I can get past it. I think he processes really well. And, you know, for a player like Bryce Young and the position that he's going to be in with the Texans, right. I, I, I do think Bryce Young has a chance to be successful because they do have two bookend tackles if they're going to pick him up, and they have a running game to help protect him. And he's going to need protection because he is little. He's is the definitely way every, every quarterback that's slight, that's smaller, they get hurt. That's yep. just the reality of it. They all do. Hell, even the big ones do. I just told you uh, there have been, what, 68 different starting quarterbacks this season. You've had 10 quarterbacks that started 100% of the snaps for their teams this year. That's the lowest amount in the 32-team era. So your quarterbacks going to miss time, especially the smaller ones too. Yep. I like this texture who says, why isn't Bryce Young compared more to Deshaun Watson? Obviously on the field. Yeah. Um so he said Saban even hired Watson's former coach to run his offense the last two years. That's a great point. He does have some Deshaun Watson in his game. He does. There's a little bit of Deshaun. He just, does.
0: I, I think he's more of a throw first and Deshaun Watson was got to be a bit more of a he ran a bit more than Bryce Young does.
1: Yeah, but I agree with that.
0: I, there there is similarities for sure.
1: There are similarities. I think I think Sean Watson was really good at the when the play broke down, um, and his second reaction was really really good. And I think Bryce Young's second reaction is really really good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, if he's comparing him to bright to Bryce Young to Patrick Mahomes at all, as a Texans fan, I am ecstatic. Like I am <laughs> joyful. <laughs> if if you get anything close to Patrick Mahomes,
0: I'm still waiting for all these C.J. Stroud comparisons to start coming out because I keep hearing more and more Bryce Youngs. And C.J. Stroud, they're just like, well, he's a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And you're like, well, this guy, if some people are saying might go ahead of him. Like, there's a debate about it because he's a bigger – give me some more comparisons of C.J. Stroud. That's a
1: great point. What's my – I, prob- what I think the What my C.J. Stroud comparison is, let me think about this. Yeah, that's good. I, I really don't have a good one. That's I mean,
0: which is I mean, not a detriment. Like, it doesn't mean you, you can't succeed in the NFL, but it is – Odd that he doesn't have a comparison.
1: Mm. Not right now. I had to do this a little, I had to think about it more, but I don't have one on the top of my head. I, d- I
2: definitely don't right now. I got to go back and really sit down and think about it to look at him. I like him a lot, though. I like him a lot. Uh, well, Cowboys do too, apparently. I mean, come on, man. Don't do that. Don't the Cowboys
1: to... do. That was a report from Mike Fisher. I do understand. Mike Fisher said yesterday Cowboys really like CJ Stroud. Mm hmm. That's all? Yeah, that's a good conversation
2: piece. That's good.
1: Listen, it is – okay, this is my thing. I don't know if the report is they are pursuing C.J. Stroud or they like him. Those are different.
2: Yeah, definitely. That's the same thing with what they said about Hending Hooker, too.
1: Yeah, they just said they like, all right, and they are having a lot of – for those that haven't heard, the new report is – Uh, from the Draft Network is that they are having pre-draft meetings. One of the many teams, by the way, it's like five or six teams, having pre-draft meetings. uh, The Cowboys are with Hendon Hooker, the uh, quarterback out of Tennessee. Yesterday, the report was out from Mike Fisher that they really like C.J. Stroud. I really like Beyonce. I'm probably (laughs) not going to get with Beyonce. I probably don't have a shot. I can tell my wife. I have told my wife. I really like Beyonce. She's not concerned. She is not insecure at all. She has, She does not have any faith in me being able to look for <laughs> Beyonce. That's why Beyonce is on our, my celebrity hall pass list. Oh, if I ever goodness. convince Beyonce that we can bang it out, I, I get to do it. And I, My wife has already said she will she will look past it and she will forgive that infidelity because it's on the celebrity hall pass list. But she knows no matter how much I like Beyonce. Beyonce, I got no shot. Mm. And that's basically the Cowboys and C.J. Stroud. No matter how much they like C.J. Stroud, they got no shot. They're picking at 26. He'll be drafted in the top, what, five, six mm. picks? Yeah. Not, and then not only you got to trade up, draft capital to get him, then you'd have to trade Dak Prescott away and then take the hit financially. So it ain't happening. It is right. just it is fun to talk about. Just like me trying to get with Beyonce is fun to dream about. <laughs> Never going to happen. Never going to happen. Yeah. There you go.
2: I'm not even going there. It's true though. <laughs> Somebody said he's RG three. I don't think so, because he doesn't run like RG three.
1: But he was slight. RG was slight. RG was smaller. He was smaller. In turn, he was he was taller, but you go look at him. He was a skinnier, oh, yeah. he was he a skinnier still, quarterback. He, still, he was a little frail yeah. for a QB because he was a track guy.
2: Yep. He's and
1: definitely. That. For that so that comparison is, yeah, small, skinny guys, they get hurt easier in the NFL. But I'm I'm you got to be willing to take that risk. I really no. I got to take the risk on the quarterback I think gives us the best chance to win a championship to build around and I think that's Bryce Young because with quarterback the intangibles matter more or just the same if not more than the tangibles and the right. measurables. They right. just do. And he's got more of that it stuff. I want a quarterback who can put on the cape. I need a QB they can put on the cape because that's how we are gonna get to the promised land. And oftentimes with Dak Prescott, y'all know the truth is, We just don't see him put on the cape enough. And put the cape on, yeah. Become Superman. Become it and then make throws that everybody goes, man. That guy wasn't even open. He threw that guy open. Damn, I haven't seen anybody make a play like that. I've seen flashes like that with Dak, but the truth is, consistently, he can't put the cape on enough. What are we watching? I knew that's where you what were did going. We watch I knew Jones that's do where you were going in the second half of that <laughs> yeah. game. First half, Clark Kent. Second half. Oh, Superman! He went to the damn phone booth, switched it up, changed it up, and came out cape flying. I knew it. Everybody was like, "What the hell's going on?" You know what went on? That dude put the cape on.
2: And only a few quarterbacks that even got
1: access to the cape. I need a guy that's got the cape. And I've seen Bryce Young put the cape on a few times. I
2: knew it was going to happen.
1: C.J. To Stroud. I saw him put it on against Georgia. He put it on against Georgia. Now they didn't win. So they right. put the cape on. He put the cape on. They lost. But I need that cape, man. And I, <laughs> some of these guys, need, well, Levis, I ain't even got a cape. <laughs> I need a guy with a cape. Now you can you can earn your cape. Josh Allen didn't have a cape when he first came out. And now right. dude dude's got a cape and a cow. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got them both. That's what I see in Bryce Shawn that I don't see in CJ. Did you say a cap and a cow? I think it's got a cape and a cow. A cape and a cow. You know what Batman has? A cape and a cow. you know what it's called? A cowl? I think it's a cowl. I think yeah, I think
0: you're right. It's something like that, right? It's uh, like by a the way, term. I'm looking up comparisons for CJ Stroud. Uh, one I've seen a few times. Dak Prescott.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that Ooh. one out there. <laughs> hey, look, why did you go
0: quiet then? Uh, I, hey, hard? you know what? Do you know? Do you know why Jerry Jones likes him now?
2: Because <laughs> <I can't even, laughs> we already got him. I can't even deal with y'all today. I cannot wow.
1: even deal with y'all today. Ugh. Man, I didn't. That, I did not see that coming. That's good, Patrick. That was good. That no, Patrick, keep that to yourself. Say say that off air. Hey, you know what? And now I kind of see it. Now I can't unsee it. Damn it. (laughs) It's like when somebody told you that Patrick Mahomes sounds like Kenny Powers. You can't unhear that. that
2: he definitely he does sounds sound like Kenny, Kenny Powers. It's
1: like, damn it, nice. I hear Kenny Powers. Not Kermit the Frog. I hear Kenny <laughs> Powers all the time.
2: I'm sure he would much rather be Kenny Powers than Kermit he the Frog. He sounds
1: just like Kenny Powers, Oh, no, though. I saw
2: it. It is I wild, it. man. Yeah.
1: He uh, is crazy. He should embrace that, though. He should embrace that. Uh, anyway, the getting back to it. So Cowboys, latest report is that they are interested in Hendon Hooker. The reason I like it, I said it yesterday, same thing when they were you know talking about the C.J. Stroud. Reports the Cowboys need to become a, a, an organization that focuses on quarterback acquisition more, whether that be through the draft, undrafted free agency, whatever it is. Um, and I've said they, you know, they're tied with the Indianapolis Colts for the second fewest quarterbacks drafted since 1999, I believe. Kansas City may have the fewest. Uh, But still, those organizations had number one overall picks playing for them. Quarterbacks they traded up in the draft for. That's a different level of stability. The the Cowboys, and I love them, by the way, but they have been blessed by the football gods. Dak Prescott was a happy accident. He's essentially Viagra for them. They never expected him to be the starter. And then you get an undrafted free agent quarterback that becomes your franchise quarterback, which is rare. I count two times in history that's happened Warren Moon and Kurt Warner so they've been lucky when it comes to quarterback and they need to start drafting more quarterbacks because actually they're good at it mm-hmm. they're actually pretty good at it they drafted Dak Prescott that's a hit they drafted Mike White went to another team but still ended up being a pretty good quarterback and even the undrafted free agents they brought in Cooper Rush and Tony Romo they've been good quarterbacks so i think they should draft more quarterbacks i'm glad now that Mike McCarthy's with the organization it seems like that is a focus because they've drafted more quarterbacks since he's, you know, he, he's been there in the last few years than they've drafted. You know, like I said, since 1999, they've only drafted six of them, mm, mm, which mm. is
2: terrible. It is terrible. That's terrible. It is it is awful, and that's oh. something that I've been saying for a long time, and it frustrated me for a very long time. I always thought that they needed to draft and they needed to continue to draft quarterbacks because there were a lot that were still sitting on the board. There was so many that were still sitting on the board, and they just refused to get them. And then you start looking at who they ended up drafting in certain spots. Half of those players don't even stay with the team anyway. So you wasted a draft by not drafting the right person. It, it didn't even have to be the right person at quarterback. You just needed to draft a quarterback that had a history of success, mm-hmm. period. Yep. And they've all been sitting there. And then they end up at somebody else's team that ends up coming to beat you up.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, it that.
2: just continues to it's a cycle.
1: It is a cycle. It is a cycle. And I, I think that they're they're getting better though. I do think the the Cowboys now are starting to develop a, a healthier organizational habit. But the truth is Every team in the NFL needs to start prioritizing backup quarterback more, and whether they're going to bring in a Hendon Hooker or draft a quarterback this year to mm-hmm. be a developmental quarterback or a backup, we don't know. Because Cooper Rush is a free agent, by the way, so they might have to re-sign Cooper Rush. We have no idea; he'll probably be pretty expensive considering as a backup in his career. When he starts, he's five and one, especially after going four and zero for the Cowboys last season. Um, but I threw this stat out earlier. You know, only ten quarterbacks ha- had played one hundred percent of the snaps. For their team That is the lowest amount In the 32 team era And we saw In the playoffs alone Skylar Thompson Brock Purdy Josh Johnson uh, Hell Anthony Brown Had to play for the Ravens He was a third string quarterback I mean Everybody's out there Having to use Backup quarterbacks mm-hmm. Hell Philadelphia Used a backup quarterback Cowboys used a backup quarterback you're gonna need your backup quarterback. Here, you may even need a third-string quarterback. You gotta prioritize the health, overall health and wellness of your QB position. And if the quarterback position is the most valuable position in football, everything valuable in our life, we take insurance out on it: house, car, health, everything that's valuable has insurance. That's what the backup quarterback position is. Cowboys need to prioritize it. They did. I would say Cooper Rush. That was a that was a good move by the Cowboys. We didn't think it was a good move ended up being a good move because he, he ended up winning games for him.
2: They ended up getting rid of him, and he ended up coming back. They went back and got him. So I guess you could say, yeah, they knew what they had, so they felt comfortable with him. That's, that That easily could have been Garrett Gilbert, you know, because he was part of the squad yes, too. Sir. But Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. You know, DiNucci was out there too. But, yes, I'm not taking anything away from Cooper Rush. I thought he did a great job filling in. But as we continue to talk about this – the, the Cowboys have now made their their way to make us have this conversation because of the lack of quarterbacks that they've brought into the program, I mean, to the organization.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you uh, 100%. Someone says on the text line, wife, Roy, can your wife hook up with The Rock? My wife doesn't like The Rock. I believe her celebrity hall pass has Michael B. Jordan on it. He's one of the guys on it. Who else is on that damn thing? She likes John Legend. She's a big John Legend fan. I think it's mostly because he can sing. She's all about the singing. He can sing to her. She's all about the uh, singing. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, trying to remember whoever's on her Celebrity Hall Pass list. She likes Jalen Hurts, too. She's a big J. She likes Jalen Hurts. She's several times she's commented about how sexy Jalen Hurts. <laughs> you ever, you ever notice who your significant other is talking about who's hot? Like it's, it's it's fine for them to mention like one time, like, oh that oh, that person's attractive and handsome. And you're like, okay, I get it, oh, whatever. Like four or five times I've been watching Jalen Hurts and she's like, Man, he is so handsome. I'm like, yeah. And I apparently, I've talked to other women, and Jalen Hurts is supposed to be like really handsome.
0: So, yeah, so you were watching that Super Bowl in a whole different light.
1: No, I was. Well, Get I mean, him! Yeah, man, hit him hard. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know if he's on the celebrity Hall Pass list, but I, I, I think she likes that guy. My, no, no, no. my, in my house, you, you know, your wife, her, who she covets, who she lusts after, Mike Tomlin. <laughs>
2: Mike Tomlin. Anytime the TV is on and he starts talking, I change it. I'm like, I don't need you to be looking at Mike Tomlin, man. Mike Tom. Oh. That is great. Oh, so Mike, so, Tomlin. so Mike, Mike Tomlin's on. Mike Tomlin's on. No, hey, babe, Mike Tomlin going? Ain't where on. Where y'all going on your own girls trip? <laughs> Pittsburgh. No, you ain't go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> you, you are not allowed to go to Pittsburgh. And I, oh, I, you are man. never allowed to watch the the Pittsburgh Steelers play a game. Wow, ever. <laughs> that is fantastic. that's
1: what I did not expect. Mike Tomlin. <laughs> oh man, that's great stuff right there. <laughs> Yeah, I did, I mean, so she like, also likes Omar Epps because they basically look the same. She w- she won't put his name out there. She, over, but she will
2: definitely if there is a movie oh, made of wow. Mike Tomlin, it will be Omar Epps playing
1: Mike Tomlin. That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that is great. All right, specs text line. Who is your who do your significant other lusts after? Who who's on, who's on your celebrity hall pass list? You can hit us up with that too on the specs text line. It's lit. All right, we come back. We'll talk about the biggest scandal in college sports right now. It's very sad, unfortunate. Scandal, uh, but we learned something that we did not know prior to today, and it makes it even more salacious. All that and more right here on Ball Don't Line 9 Horn.
0: All Don't Lie right
1: here on 104.9 The Horn, a midweek movie music edition of All Don't Lie. And the featured film for midweek movie music is old school. So we're re- reminiscing about some of the funniest scenes from old school. And this takes you back, I'm sure, all you <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Perfect timing. Man. Perfect timing. <laughs> I love it—the look on <laughs> everybody's face when they <laughs> drops the F bomb. Like, what? the? He just dropped
2: the F bomb, Yeah, he was, he awesome. was serious about oh, that song, dog. I need your man. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh uh, yeah, he was—he
1: was—he was angry singing this oh, song. It's fantastic. <laughs> I at <the> need to move. It's really good stuff there. All right, uh, midweek movie music edition of Ball don't lie. Uh, This story is not a pleasant one, and it is a really sad story and disturbing in a lot of ways. So if you haven't been keeping up with it, uh, there are two uh, people uh, who have been charged with capital murder. Uh, One of them is Darius Miles. He is a former Alabama basketball player, and one of them is Michael Davis. Now, Darius Miles is considered to be the player whose gun was used. Sorry player. The person whose gun he's a former player, not not a current because there is a current player involved in this too. Yeah. He's a former player, but he's the one who's believed his gun was used. It was registered in his name. Uh Michael Davis allegedly is believed to be the one who pulled the actual trigger. Okay? Now the Alabama basketball player Brandon Miller, who is their leading scorer and is considered to be a top ten projected lottery pick in the upcoming draft, and Alabama's one of the best teams in the country, a projected uh, number one seed right now. Um, Brandon Miller today uh, is in a little bit of hot water because testimony in that in the trial um, of these young men. I don't know if they're how young they are actually, but these men. Detectives have revealed that Brandon Miller, the Alabama freshman, brought the gun. Mm -hmm. So he brought Darius Miles his gun that was later used, allegedly, by Michael Davis in this murder. And here's what was uh, stated in the testimony. So apparently Miles contacted Miller, asking him to bring his gun to where they were, according to police. When Miller got to the scene, Miles told Davis, Michael Davis, to go pull the trigger. The heat is in the hat, allegedly. is what Detective Brandon Culpepper said. That meant the gun was present. And he also added, Miles added, there's one in the head. That meant there was a round in the chamber. Mm -hmm. Miles moved his girlfriend back to get her out of the line of fire, Culpepper added. Asked by AL.com why Miller was not charged after bringing the gun to the scene, Tuscaloosa Chief Deputy uh, D.A. Paula Whitley said, that's not a question I can answer. There's nothing we can charge him with. Alabama coach Nate Oates said Tuesday that Miller is not in any trouble at all either. So uh, apparently Miller dropped Miles off at the club but did not stay because he said the line was too long. Mm -hmm. After leaving the club, Harris, uh, which – Uh, We were talking about the person who actually got killed in there um, was a young lady, um, Jamia. Yep. Uh, Jamia Harris ended up losing her life. Um, But her boyfriend, Cedric Johnson, and her cousin that was with her at the time, apparently they were like at a grill eating or whatever. This is how everything started. And they encountered Davis, who was dancing in front of their car. Uh, Johnson told Davis that his girlfriend was not interested and to move along. It got elevated, got hit. Cold purpose said, Davis said, you don't know who I am and what I do. Miles and Davis walked away from the victim's Jeep, but later returned. Two vehicles, a Dodge Charger and a Dodge Challenger that belonged to Miles' teammates, Brandon Miller and uh, Bradley, were blocking the road where the Jeep was parked. Miles and Davis walked to Miller's car and got something believed to be the gun out of back seat. Culpepper said Miles had texted Miller saying, I need my joint, which is slang for my gun. Moments later, Culpepper testified, Davis approached the victim's car and said, I told you I was going to get you and then began firing through the driver's side window of the Jeep. He fired at least eight shots, some of them while running in an arc from the driver's side around the back of the vehicle testimony revealed. It was then the detective said that Miller's charger was struck by two bullets. Johnson, the victim's boyfriend uh, returned fire striking Davis in the shoulder. Harris was struck in the left side of her face and she lost her life.
2: Yeah. The thing about it is too. I mean, I know everybody's trying to get this kid off the team. He wasn't there. He wasn't part of it. Um, He had left the situation and did all this other stuff. So when you leave and come back, that should be attempted murder. I mean, you left and came back, and he's not part of the team. So this is this has nothing to do with the other guy. I think the only thing that happened was the fact that he was asked to bring it. He brought it. He brought it, and that yeah. was it. And he left. And, and here's the here's yeah. the key thing about this. If this was at a restaurant, aren't there surveillance mm-hmm. videos? Shouldn't there be? Most restaurants I'm sure, have I'm sure cameras, I'm sure. and if it's in one of like these little shopping centers, I don't know if it's a standalone or not. There's cameras everywhere, so there's angles that could catch this at some point. I'm sure that a lot of this stuff has been seized, and if there's no, if he's not even part mm-hmm. of the the situation, like he's not even around it, why is he even in the conversation? No, and I think I that's why no. all the people are saying it is like. Dude brought him in his gun, okay, but did he stick around? Did he know that oh boy was going to pull it and actually shoot it? Some people say it was for He might have said, bring it to me because I feel threatened and I need my safety. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's so many different ways that we can look at it without accusing this kid uh, hmm. of being guilty in this situation. He didn't pull the trigger. He's not an accessory. He's not a, an accomplice, and that's what the DA has mm-hmm. come to. People's automatic thinking is this. He is part of it because he brought it there. Uh, I know a bunch of people that carry and forget it, come back, get it. They don't mean that they're going to pull it. They just have it for protection. So there's so many different ways of looking at this situation. And if, if the DA, like everybody else has been talking about before, says that this dude is not even part of this case, Then what 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 is the conversation about? They said, "Guess that's it."
1: They basically have said they don't have anything to charge him with. Um, So at this time, yeah, I'm with you. I think what he did could be considered shady. Maybe it's a little shady what he did, but I guess it obviously doesn't rise in their eyes to level of criminality.
2: Okay, so here's my other part of that. I just want to throw this out there. And I saw a text or text this earlier. Is this in the scholarship situation? Where if you've done something as a detriment to the university or our team or anything like that, and that is why I think a lot of people are like, he doesn't need to play basketball because he was, quote unquote, an accessory you know what I'm saying? Well, no, it's so. just
1: like every, every school has, you know, a code of ethics or an honor code, if you will. Um, yeah, that's the
2: word. That's it. Yeah, that's so the I'm honor sure, code. I'm yeah. sure
1: that they, if they wanted to suspend him, they could. They would be well within their rights. I mean, you can suspend somebody for damn near anything uh, violation of team rules, whatever it may be. And the school is deciding that he did not violate any team rules yep. and that he did not violate their honor code or their code of ethics. Like, I, I think to me, it's, it's not. I, I said the same thing when Deshaun Watson was. You know, obviously, all those allegations right. against the son Deshaun Watson for sexual misconduct. You can be a a shady person and even a bad person. Right doesn't necessarily make you a criminal. And I, I know some people are like, "What? That's great." I know. I'm not saying I agree with it. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not saying I agree with it. But you can be you can be someone who does shady stuff and and be a bad person, being a ho, and not necessarily be a criminal. And yeah, if, if, did he know what he was doing when he brought a gun to the scene? He probably knew that, you know, hey, if something's going down up here. My friend right. wants his gun. Right. That's probably all he thought about. We don't know exactly what his intent was and when he brought the gun. But it yeah, I, I'm with you. I if I was him, I probably wouldn't have brought the gun. Right. I'd be like, I'd be like on, nah, man. I'm good. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a top ten draft pick. Sorry, right. bro. You gotta get somebody can't else to get that yeah, gun. Somebody else I can't got to go get your it. gun. That's you right. gotta get somebody else to get. I'm a top ten draft pick. I can't go get your gun, bro. He's guilty of not being smart. Pretty much, yeah. It's like you're a top ten draft pick. You should yeah. literally just sell him on the phone. Say, "Bro, I'm a top ten draft pick. I, I don't want to drop the same that on time, you. Do you know who I am? Me. I can't. I can't do that. Yeah. I can't be bringing you a gun, man. And hey. everybody know me. Yeah. So and then the other part of it too. Just think if he would
2: have been able to get inside the club. Exactly. He, still, he then he yeah. really would have be been accessory. a part. Then he would definitely then he be an accessory. been an accessory. The reason he wasn't is yeah. because the line was too long. Exactly. He ain't went away. Yeah. That's exactly so right. And you. obviously, the people in them line didn't know who he was because they did, They made him stand outside.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, I don't know where the young man is from originally. Right. I got to do the research on that. But man, it was a hood rule. Somebody asked you to bring a gun. Right. You got to, to know something's going on. Come on, honey. Yeah, huh? yeah. I mean, somebody asked you, bro, yep. I, I need that heat. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, if I do bring it, then I know what it's for. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he left. <laughs> That's why but I'm look, not sticking around. Your friends, Somebody asked you for the heat yeah. in the hood. Well, huh? Yeah, it, it, it usually says, maybe just not street smart. Maybe he's not from the hood. But right. Yeah. You
2: know, well, wanted a gun, somebody lost their life. And that's very unfortunate it is. in this situation. And now it's becoming that story of the athlete. Is he not being charged because he is an athlete there? Is he not um, one of the if he would have been just a, a, a jag? Would this even be a story But since it's the fact that it was basketball players? Because I remember when it initially happened, the one guy was crying, talking about it, I'm not guilty, I'm not guilty of doing anything. I saw the whole video, I'm like, what, what, what is going on here? Then you find out what happened, and they're still investigating this deal, it's not over, there's still going to be a trial. And just like any other case, they will probably try to do a civil lawsuit Cause somebody did lose their life at it some did. point, and he's going to be tied to it. He may be tied to it that way. Yeah. Just because you're not guilty, in like you said, doesn't mean
1: you're innocent. All right, uh, we got to uh, wrap up the conversation. Uh, good stuff there. We'll come back, we'll wrap it up, and put in Evan. Let's you know what's on tap right here on Bottom line Hundred and Nine One. All right, welcome back. Uh, Got to be a quickie here in and out. If you missed any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com. You can catch up with them on the podcast page. Also, don't go anywhere. You got the Flex coming up next. What you got on tap, Harvey? I'm going to listen to the Flex so Let's they can play. tell me what's
0: going on. Damn right. What you got on tap, Patrick? Hey, man, we're going to check out the Flex and then, uh, you know, I'm going to probably watch some college basketball. Oh, oh that yeah. sounds good. I, I don't good. got an NBA for another day, so I got to watch some college basketball. That's <laughs> right. <and>
1: catch up. <laughs> Lots of hoops. Uh, I'm, I, we got a meeting, actually. So I'm going to be on a meeting. We got a call oh, yeah, tonight. We'll all be on yeah, that yeah. meeting. Oh, we'll be the that's what I'm tap for me. The uh, Revolution I'll be telling us. Remember, what we talk about right here on ball don't lie we love you guys we mean that take care of yourselves but more importantly take care of each other peace